Welcome to the Rising from the Ashes podcast. I'm your host, Amy Grace, obsessed with coffee, cowboy boots, and deep relationships. I'm on a mission to help you find the gold in your story through faith, family, and wellness, because I believe your story can break you wide open to live a beautiful, abundant, and vibrant life. I'll share with you how the hard seasons and difficult circumstances can become a catalyst of growth that often lead into some of the most beautiful stories we've ever told. I'm so grateful you're here. Grab a cup of coffee and let's talk. I have Liz McShane here with me today. Liz has all the titles, wife, mom, photographer, business owner, CEO, and podcast host. Liz began her photography business, Repurposed Photography, back in 2018, and then in 2021 launched her own social media marketing brand, On Trend Creative Studio, along with the On Trend podcast. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for being here. You've done your research. (laughs) That was good. You made me sound a lot better than I really am. (laughs) I appreciate that. You're welcome. Thanks for coming. (laughs) Well, thanks for having me. We are recording on a rainy Thursday. Um... But we're super excited to be here. Small talk is not my jam. I'm not super great at it. So we're going to jump right in. You'll do fine. All right. So Liz, I know you had your dream job back in 2018 as a labor and delivery nurse. I know you worked really hard for that degree. (laughs) Yes, I did. Lots of time, lots of energy (laughs) to get to that point in your life. I want to know about the moment you woke up and decided, I don't want this life anymore. And you decided to transition into a business owner. That's such a good question because I can actually pinpoint the moment. Not a lot of moments I can pinpoint, but I can pinpoint that one. Um, It was on Thanksgiving Day. I think I was pregnant with my second, and I remember walking out of the house and telling my family goodbye. I was going to work um, a night shift or a mid-shift, and I was literally leaving them during like Thanksgiving dinner. And I was like, this is not what I want, which a lot of people are willing to sacrifice that, and I respect that so much. Um, but for me, I just felt like I wasn't in the right place. Mm-hmm. I was using some of my gifts, like the caretaking, um, you know, building relationships, but I wasn't using all of my gifts. And I just felt empty. I almost felt like I was just checking the box mm-hmm. um, by, you know, going to school to be a nurse and having this title and getting a master's degree. And I just was not fulfilled at all. And it sounds so terrible. But at the time, I was like, there, there's got to be something else. So that's when I decided to leave that, but I didn't have a plan. I wasn't planning on starting a business. So it was really just a leap of faith. Um, The business came a few months after when, you know, I was a stay-at-home mom. And I think, again, I was like, okay, I have all of these creative needs and desires that I'm not using. What can I do? So then photography just like clicked with me. I was like, I really love this. My sister was starting a blog, so I was doing her pictures and it just fit. And so then, you know, it just grew and grew and grew. I taught myself everything. I eventually hired a mentor, which completely changed my business. But, um, and then really that is what led to OnTrend, um, which is a social media management and marketing company. And I do a lot of photography for that business as well. So they're not totally separate. There's a lot of intermingling of the businesses there, but it's just interesting to look back and see how everything I was doing was a stepping stone to the bigger picture. And I Mm -hmm. say that now realizing I still don't know what the bigger picture is. My bigger picture is where I'm at right now, Mm -hmm. but who knows in five, 10 years, like where this is going to take me. But I think 
taking that leap of faith and understanding that I was not fulfilled in what I was doing and that everybody was going to say, what the heck are you doing? You paid so much money and so much time to get this degree. Why would you leave it? Um, You just have to get over that fear of what other people are going to think and you just have to do it. So that's kind of how I got here. So good. So good. So talk to me about what it felt like to give up that planned definition of like, this is my career path. This is my success for something different. What was the feeling, especially like you mentioned, you didn't know that you were going to start this business, that kind of thing. I'm sure that was a lot of feelings. It was. My biggest fear at the time was just what is my family going to think? What are my nurse, like the my coworkers going to think, what are the nurses going to think? You know, it, it was just a lot of worrying about what other people were going to think. At the time, my husband owned a construction company. He was gone all the time. So there really wasn't a fear of like, um, not having something to do because I knew, you know, that I had to take care of my kids, but, um, the biggest fear was just letting other people down. Mm. So, but you know, my, my husband and I obviously talked about it. He was on board I would have probably never done it had he not said, go ahead. Like, we're, we're good. If you want to quit, it's not putting us at any financial risk at the time. Thankfully, because of his business, I was able to do that. But, you know, it would be a lot harder if um, he worked a nine to five. And, mm-hmm. you know, that if we were dependent on his income and it was, you know, we were barely getting by, I might have, I don't know, it would have been a much harder decision. But thankfully, that made it a lot easier. I hear you saying, like, other people's opinion. Like, I feel like that resonates with me, but also like with a lot of other people, just like if they are considering doing something different, like just that fear of other people's opinions and what are they going to think that just resonates a lot. You know, something that came to me, I think I was, I honestly think I was like trying to fall asleep one night and I was like, you know, I'm sitting here thinking about myself my worries, my desires. Nobody else is laying in bed thinking about me. They're thinking about themselves. So when you Mm -hmm. really think of it, like we're all very self-centered when it comes down to it. We all Mm -hmm. care about what we want and what people think of us. You might think, oh, Liz, why did you show up looking like a bum today? But you're not going to lose sleep over that (laughs) tonight when you're trying to go to sleep. Like it doesn't affect your life. My decision to quit my job as a nurse doesn't affect anybody else's life. They might have a passing thought of me, but at the end of the day, they're not worried about me. They're thinking about themselves. So I think I've really had to like, I think there's actually a name for that. There's, I'll have to go look it up, but there's like a, um, a name for this theory that we all basically mm-hmm. think that we're on stage and everybody's looking at us and it's actually not true. So good. Mm-hmm. So good. I remember in a really difficult season trying to make decisions And my mom said something super similar to what you're explaining. It was a whole different context, but she basically said at the end of your life, like when you're sitting on your front porch in your rocking chair, none of the people that are giving you advice right now are going to be sitting with you. So what do you want for your life? Exactly. And I think keeping that thought kind of like forefront and center can be difficult in the moment, but I think it really pays off in the end. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. You shared over on your Instagram the other day, you said it won't happen overnight, but if you quit, it won't happen at all. Did you ever want to give up 
in this process of creating a business and kind of going out on your own? There have definitely been seasons and times where I've been a puddle of tears. I mean, there, it's definitely been difficult, but I've never considered ever giving up. I mean, I'm just being completely honest. Mm -hmm. It's not an option. It's not anything I want to do. So no, I've not considered giving up. I have, you know, questioned maybe certain things I've done and whether or not it was the right decision within the business, but never if it was the right decision. So that's incredible. I love that. So kind of taking a twist on that, I feel like it's super easy to get bogged down and stuck in trying to figure out the whole plan. Like, how is this going to turn out in the end? Um, And I think for some of us, um, we just want to know, like, what's that end result going to look like? Is the risk that I'm taking worth the investment that I'm going to have to put in? Um, But I kind of, I've kind of learned over the past couple of years, um, and I would love your input on this, but it's like that day-to-day process where we're like leaning in and we're learning what it means to really live out our faith and really trust God and walk close to God um, for that next step, not knowing exactly what that's going to look like. Do you feel like your faith was deepened in this process? 100%. Um, I remember my mom telling me— And this is, she was relating this to actually our family and how they had two kids. Um, 11 years later, they had me and my sister. And she was like, had had we ever put that on paper, I would have said, there's no chance. Like, there's no chance that, I think she was 38 when she had my sister. She's like, there's no chance I would ever do that. Like, willing, you know, like, think that that would work out. Mm -hmm. Um, But she says, you know, when you take it a day at a time, it's, it's, it always works out. So I always think about that. You know, when we write our goals and our future and our plans on paper, it almost seems impossible. And I think it almost should. Like, I really think when you write your goals down, write a goal that you literally don't think you have a chance at, at succeeding at. So, um, because then I think you will is the thing. So, um, yeah, faith has been a huge part in this journey for me. Um, it's definitely, deepened that. Um, there are times where it has been very difficult and I've also probably had weaker moments in my faith. Um, but without it, there's no chance I would have taken a risk and done this. So I love that. Love that. Um, I feel like kind of like going off of that, sometimes the best thing that we can do is just like when we are taking it day by day, just asking like, what does it look like to lean into God today and not necessarily worry about like, well, what's tomorrow going to look like and what's next week's going to like, what is next week going to look like? But just kind of this, what do I need to do today? What's going to bring me closer to God? And really like that end result that I'm hoping for, that I'm working for, that I feel like he's called me to, what can I do today to get closer to that? What did you learn about yourself in the process? Well, so much. (laughs) So many good things, so many bad things. I think it really led me in the beginning, especially. There was a lot of self-discovery. That was back when like Enneagram was like the big thing, which honestly, when I took that test, that's that's really what led me to this whole self-discovery rabbit hole. And I think honestly helped me propel my success 
um, I started really studying about like my personality type and understanding, I mean, you know what your gifts are, but like when you really study them, it opened up this whole new world for me of like why I was pursuing this instead of nursing. It's Mm -hmm. like, you know, I have this creative side and if I'm not fostering that, I can be very depressed and withdrawn. And so, you know, as a nurse, there's really not much creativity. I mean, yeah. so um, I, it just made a lot of things make sense. Um, I'm very goal-oriented. I like to be in charge. So I think a lot of those pieces were missing as a nurse. So it really just kind of put into perspective, okay, what are my God-given gifts? Because God made us all a certain way. I think He honestly finds joy when He sees us using the gifts He gave us in a way that glorifies Him. And what glorifies Him, I think, also fulfills us. So Right now in my life, I am so fulfilled with what I'm doing because I'm using the gifts he gave me, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And I think there are situations where you can use a gift he gave you. Like as a nurse, I honestly think caretaking is one of my gifts, but I was not able to use them all. So I think if you can figure out how to use all of your gifts in a way that makes you feel fulfilled, that is literally like the secret sauce, at least for me. I love that. And I love how you said, I think that God finds joy Mm -hmm. in us being fulfilled and using the gifts that he gives us. I think you and I have talked about this a little bit, but like growing up, at least my perception of what we were taught was all Christians have to act a certain way. You have to check the boxes, you know, very, it's very clear what you have to look and act like. Mm -hmm. I just don't, I don't believe that. I really don't. I think that God gives us these gifts. I think he wants us to be, he's so creative. I mean, literally mm-hmm. think about how creative he is. Why, why would he not want to pour his gifts on us and then watch us use them in a way that glorifies him? So that's just, um, and, and that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with being a nurse or being, you know, working a nine to five. Of course. That's, yeah. that is a whole nother skill set that I don't have, but he gives people those gifts. He wants you to discover what those are and then use them. I really think it's that simple. I love it. (laughs) I love it. And I think just the more that we lean into that, I feel like the more that we start to learn about God and like his character and what he really wants for us. I don't, I don't think that he wants us to go through life miserable. Mm -hmm. Um, I just love that. Or like being something we're not, you know, I mean, he literally made us who we are. So we need to, you know, within reason, lean into that. So I love that. Such a good answer. Um, so another thing I saw you say on Instagram, you said, I learned that the secret to success is first understanding your true gifts. And then second, knowing how to apply them to feel fulfilled. And I feel like we just touched Mm -hmm. on this, but I would love to know how are you defining success for you in this season? Like, what does that look like and feel like to you? I mean, I could give you a very objective answer and that is, you know, how many accounts am I managing? How many photo shoots have I done? So that's a very, that, I mean, I do care about like how much money my business makes because without that, I don't have a business. Um, that is one piece of the puzzle of success. Obviously the other piece is the temperature of, um, the morale within my team, you know, Mm. are they happy? Are they, are we communicating well? Um, and then, you know, just, just making sure that I feel like I've helped my clients at the end of the day, because if I feel like 
I've let somebody down or, you know, they're not happy with how their account might be performing. That's for me as a two, um, Enneagram two, that is like the worst thing that can happen. So just, I feel fulfilled and I feel successful when at the end of the day, everybody's happy and they feel taken care of and the business is going well. And that, that's like the perfect day. I love it. I love how, like, it was just like part of your nature to say, I want my team to feel like they're taken care of. Yeah. Like the people that are working with you and, you know, alongside you that you're prioritizing their needs and like their perception of their work. And I just feel like that's super important. And well, I mean, in all honesty, without them and and their talents and skills, I mean, I would not be where I am. This is not a one man show. I mean, I do not take all of the credit. Yes. It was my idea. And you know, whatever else, but like without them, there would be no on trend. So I have to give them credit because it is due. (laughs) So what would you say was your biggest challenge in redefining success and creating this reality that you find yourself living today? Can you rephrase that? Can you re can you reread that? Yes. What was your biggest challenge in redefining success and creating that reality? trying to think of my biggest challenge with that. I mean, I think because when it was all happening, I didn't even realize what I was doing, if that makes sense. Mm, Like, I just kind of stumbled onto this podcast about, you know, Enneagram. And then I really started like thinking and then I guess applying everything I had learned is probably one of the hardest things. I mean, you know, when I read a book about business and how you should implement this strategy in this system, it's always the, like, I'm, I'll read it and I'll be like, okay, let's do this. But then the actual, like applying it is always the hardest part. I think, I don't know if that really answered your question. That was a hard one. I want to go back and touch on, if you don't mind going there with me, touch on when you said like being okay with other people's opinions, when you left nursing, do you feel like that there was a challenge when you started a business and started kind of scaling things. Do you feel like it was challenging to deal with other people's opinions on that end as well? Or do you feel like that was fairly easy for you and your personality? I think probably a lot of, if there were negative comments, I probably didn't hear a lot of them, but I know there were some, um, my personality, it, I, it, it can like affect me. Like when I hear that stuff, I'm pretty sensitive. I'm not gonna lie. Um, so that was challenging. A lot of it was people were just like, what are, what do you do again? Like they didn't understand it. Um, especially my parents, I still don't think they fully understand what I do. And that's, that's nothing against them. I think that it's just a different world we live in where social Mm -hmm. media, unfortunately, and fortunately is such a big part of our lives. Um, that, you know, a lot of people don't understand how do you how do you market on social media? So, um, you know, I think again, though, going back to like the understanding that nobody is losing sleep over what the heck I'm doing is like that. Honestly, that's, that's why I'm able to like put my face out there every day because nobody really cares about me and that's okay. I love it. (laughs) All right. So I feel like success, success is going to look different for each one of us. 
And I would even say that our definition of what success means to us personally kind of shifts and gets tweaked as we like move through different seasons of life. But I think it can feel scary or at least uncertain if we're making like a big shift and we're giving up like a planned definition of success of what we thought our life was going to look like. And this is the step-by-step process. When we give that up to kind of start something new, kind of take a different direction with our life, whether it's good, whether others think it's good, I think it can still feel scary and unknown So last question to wrap up today, what would you tell someone who appears successful by cultural norms, but they feel unfulfilled or like there's something more? What piece of advice would you give that person? Maybe the younger version of you. Oh my God. I'd give the younger version of me so many pieces of advice. (laughs) Um, Get to know yourself. I mean, go, Mm. go get a hotel room, go stay by yourself, get a book about take a personality test. I mean, honestly, like get to know yourself because I think a lot of times we don't know who we are or what we want because you've got to think for me for 35 years, I was told this is how you're supposed to look and act and be. I didn't know what my gifts were because I just thought they were all the same for everybody. So I think honestly, I would say like you are your own person. You are an individual created by God with specific gifts and talents that he wants you to use for his joy figure out what those gifts are. I mean, that's the that's the fun in it. He doesn't tell you what they are. You've got to figure that out. So go figure it out. I love it. I love it. What's your favorite personality test? I mean, I I just the Enneagram test like literally like opened a whole new thing for me. Um a lot of people like the Myers-Briggs. Um but the Enneagram was the one that just really like resonated with me and it made it all make sense. It's so crazy. This has been super fun. Tell our listeners where they can learn more about you and follow along. Yeah. So um, we're pretty active on Instagram. It's at ontrendcreativestudio.com. And you can always reach out to my email, which is liz at ontrendcreativestudio.com. Thank you so much for being on, Liz. Thank you for having me.